Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. We're entering desperate times. Our freedoms are being stripped. Our health care rights are being violated. Our media is being controlled and world economies are collapsing. Even non-Christians can sense shifts in the tide. In today's update, Pastor J.D. again implores us to turn to Jesus. He is our only hope. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's today's Prophecy Update as shared on December 6th, 2020. He is the world teacher and not a Christian teacher. Oh, some blow? Some hard, it's going to take some hard blow for Christians to realize that Jesus is not a Christian teacher, I guess. He's not a Christian teacher, he's a world teacher. Well, I, I suppose the question becomes, what is this hard blow that you're referring to? Well, we need look no further than to what she writes as she continues, quote, they come in times of crisis. They frequently create crisis in order to bring an end to the old and the undesirable and make way for new and more suitable forms for the evolving life of God imminent in nature. They come when evil is rampant. This is the reason, if for no other, an avatar, I'd encourage you to look up the definition of avatar, may be looked for today. The necessary stage is set, I'm going to add up, set up, for the reappearance of the Christ. Wow. Okay, this is wrong on every level. (laughs) We have a huge problem here. The problem is this new age Christ is the false Christ, the Antichrist, and not Jesus Christ. And this great awakening, or great reset, or whatever you want to call it, is actually the great deception that brings about the great tribulation. I was thinking about this this last week. It's actually been on my mind for a number of weeks now. When you talk about the signs of the end, a lot of things come to mind. Of course, Israel's rebirth as a nation, certainly at the top of the list. Earthquakes increasing in frequency and intensity. I mean, we have our list, right, of all the signs. 
And usually it's taken from Matthew 24 when Jesus was asked, what will be the signs of the end and and your return? And then Jesus answers them and he says there are going to be famines and pestilence and wars and rumors of wars and and nation rising against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There's going to be ethnic uprisings, racial uprisings and wars. There's going to be earthquakes in different places and these are just going to be like birth pains that come in greater frequency, greater intensity. So we're, we're all familiar with those signs. But do you know what he said first before he said all of that? He said these words, let no man deceive you. (laughs) Many Christs, false Christs are going to come. Don't be deceived. Think this through with me. Wouldn't it stand a reason that one of the number one signs of the end would be deception? And who's the target of that deception? Think about this. It's not the world. They're already deceived. Wait a minute. If it's not the world, then me? Yeah. You? Yeah. We, the Christians, chiefly, are the ones that are going to be deceived question. Have you noticed that there are no books by these Luciferians, and these are Luciferians. There are no books about the reappearance of Muhammad. There are no books about the reappearance of Buddha. Why is it always about Jesus Christ? I have another question, if you don't mind. Why is it that every time we curse, we take the name of my Lord and Savior, your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? You know what I want to do? I want to be an equal opportunity blasphemer. (laughs) Next time I hit my thumb with a hammer, I'm going to say, ah, Muhammad! Ah! That doesn't work. Why doesn't that work? Because Muhammad is a false prophet. Islam a false religion. And Allah a false god. That's not the title god, that's the name of their god, Allah. False god. These are false religions. And oh by the way, if I can kind of connect a couple dots here. Do you know why it is that you're never going to see a book about the reappearance of Muhammad or Buddha or anybody else? It's only going to be Jesus Christ, because He's the genuine. There are no such thing as false Muhammads. There are no such thing as false Buddhas. You're not going to counterfeit that which is not genuine and authentic. That's why you don't see a counterfeit $70 bill. That's not going to work. There's no such thing as a genuine. I know this is, this is how my mind works, so pray for me, please. <laughs> right? No, this makes sense, right? Why, why do you see counterfeit $100 bills? Because $100 bills are genuine. The counterfeit authenticates and validates the genuine. That's why 
That's why there's false Christs, counterfeit Christs. And make no mistake about it, Satan is the master counterfeiter. He's the master deceiver. And he seeks to deceive Christians. He's already deceived the world. Chiefly his goal is to deceive you and me. And it's so subtle. Why do you think it is that replete throughout New Testament Scripture, the warning, the exhortation is one after the other. Don't be deceived unless being deceived was possible. Even the elect. The days have to be shortened for the sake of the elect. For anyone who might be thinking, wow, what are we going to do now? <laughs> I mean, you just, thanks a lot, you just ruined my day, you ruined my Christmas, and fi financial collapse, the economy's going to collapse, and you know, we're going <laughs> to, what are we going to do? No. God's people don't ever beg bread. God will always provide. And by the way, this is why it's so important to not only know what you believe, but why you believe what you believe. Uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> we're not going to be here. Oh, that's escapism. I know, I want to escape. It's the great escape. It's the rapture. Right? One last thing, last thing. And we talked about this in the Song of Solomon, about the Bride of Christ and the typology again of the pre-tribulation rapture and the ancient Jewish weddings, and how the bridegroom would go to his father's house and prepare a bridal chamber, a place, and then he would come back at an hour that nobody knew. The bride always had to be ready, and he would snatch away his bride and take her to this place that he prepared for her, and they would consummate and celebrate for seven, seven days slash years. As one humorously quipped, while the world is tribulating, we'll be celebrating for seven, the number of completion. And then when that seven is completed, the bride emerges from the bridal chamber and they have this huge feast. It's called the wedding feast of the Lamb. Can't wait. After the seven. Think about it like this. When Jesus at that Last Supper said, this is the blood of the new covenant, that's the marriage covenant. That was our engagement, the betrothal. And now we're just waiting for our bridegroom to come and take us, snatch us away, rapture us away. Now, if you're anything like me, I suspect that you are. It's like, I can't wait. Right? Oh Lord, please come. Have you ever thought about it like this? He can't wait either. What? No. 
You know, in Luke's Gospel 22, twice he says, I eagerly await, fervently desire, when what we're doing here will find its fulfillment in my kingdom. I can't wait. I know as a fallen sinner of a groom before my wife and I got married, I counted the days down, literally I X'd them off my calendar. Couldn't wait until our wedding day. You ever thought about it like that? This is the gospel, you know. The gospel is good news, and it's not that Jesus came and died and was crucified and buried and rose again on the third day. That's not the whole story. The whole story is, yes, Jesus came, He was crucified, He was buried, He rose again on the third day, and He's coming back again one day. That's the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news. Let not your heart be troubled. Don't be discouraged. Don't be fearful. God's going to always provide for you. Yeah, but pastor, it's getting pretty (laughs) scary. I know. I don't know what we're going to do. What if it gets worse between now and the rapture? You don't think the Lord knows that? The Lord knows. Whatever it is that you need, He'll provide. One minute spent in fear is one minute wasted. I want to share the ABCs of salvation, especially for anyone who might be here or watching online that has never called upon the name of the Lord to be saved. But before we do, I want to share with you, I mean, this is amazing. Only God could do this. It comes from Jim and Chris Cote and their company, The Master's Touch. Jim and Chris are dear, dear friends of mine, have been for over 35 years. God has blessed their business, which is really their ministry, and they're both local and online members. Jim writes, The Lord has blessed Chris and I with a printing and mailing organization that has the ability to produce millions of custom mail pieces. I have always felt the Lord could use this as a tool for His purpose, but I never knew how. When J.D. mentioned billboards for advertising the ABCs, it hit me. I can utilize the mail to reach out to people in a proactive way to communicate the ABCs. Of course, I could rent a mail list and blast a bunch of unknown people, but then I thought, why not allow church members to reach out to their friends and family that they may have had difficulty reaching or opening a conversation with and share the gospel with them in anonymity by putting the ABCs directly in their mailbox. They can't easily ignore a mail piece in their mailbox. Basically use the U.S. Postal Service to put a tract in every mailbox. So we created a website, themastersmail.org. You can enter the names of up to five people you know and want to reach that are not saved that you want to share the gospel with. 
The Master's Touch LLC will then take those names and will create a mail piece to send to them. Research tells us that multiple exposures to the same message is normally needed before a person will react to the message. Thus, even though any single mail piece is all that is needed to communicate the gospel, we intend to provide at least three direct mail pieces to each person in order to hopefully gain their attention long enough to give serious consideration of the gospel message. There is no cost to anyone for this service. Also, we would ask that each person prayerfully consider contacting those people they give to us to follow up with them. In fact, you will have a door opener as such on the third mail piece, which simply says the mail piece has been sent to them from someone who loves them very much. A perfect opening for you to contact them. If this is beyond your comfort zone, and for those whom you may not know well enough to have one-on-one, they will also be referred to the jdfarag.org site as a place they can go to for further information. The goal is to use each mail piece to succinctly communicate the gospel while using each mail piece to simply open a door for them to dig further for answers. So the link is themastersmail.org. They set up this site especially for you and anyone who would like at no cost, by the way, You can enter up to five addresses of five people. Uh, The Master's Touch LLC will send out this first of three mail pieces. And you'll notice on there, on the front, it says, what is the world coming to? That's a good question. That's a question on a lot of people's minds, wouldn't you agree? Then they turn it over, and here's the answer. What is the world coming to? An end. Then it has the ABCs of salvation and the follow-up with our new jdfrog.org website on the bottom. So I was so excited to share this with you, and I hope that you will take advantage of this. Go to this website, enter in the address or addresses of those that you would like to receive these mail pieces, starting with this first one. And then More importantly, pray, 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 pray. Pray as the mail piece is being sent out. Pray that God will go before you in this, and that when they receive this, that God will just move on their hearts. You know, I'm sorry if I'm sounding melodramatic, but this is life and death. We're dealing with life and death here for all eternity. The stakes have never been higher, and the opportunity never greater in this period of human history. What are the ABCs of salvation? It's just a simple childlike explanation of salvation. The A is for admit that you're a sinner in need of the Savior. Acknowledge your sin. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. 
And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says that the wages of sin is death. But, here's the good news, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. It's a gift we receive. We don't pay for it. He did in full. Cost him everything. And he paid him full the price and purchased us in his blood. And he offers to us as a gift that which he purchased for us, the gift of eternal life. The B is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. The jury is no longer out. The verdict is in. You will be saved. And then the C lastly is for call upon the name of the Lord. Or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why. Verse 10, For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And lastly, Romans ten thirteen, All who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. It's that simple arguably too simple, which I think is a stumbling block for some. No, there's got to be more to it than that. What's the catch? There's no catch. That's too easy, I know. Even a child could do it. That's what Jesus said. Lord, we cannot thank you enough. It's impossible, this side of glory, to ever express to you how grateful we are, how thankful we are, for the gift of eternal life, the good news of salvation. Lord, I know that as I close in prayer, many who are hearing and watching this are really hurting right now, looking for answers, looking for hope. Jesus, Will you be their answer? Will you be their hope? Will you reveal yourself to them? Give hope to them that they might open their hearts to you, call upon you, believing in their heart, confessing with their mouth, turning to you, trusting in you for the forgiveness of sins. And one last thing, Lord, (laughs) and I think as I ask this and pray this, everyone here and watching would agree with this. Come quickly, Lord Jesus, come quickly, Maranatha, in Jesus' name, amen. The end of the world is going to happen and it might be closer than we think. 
There's much happening in the world around us that ties into the predictions made in the Bible. With the number of events occurring, though, it can be difficult to keep up with it all. Pastor J.D. Farag has taken it upon himself to help us out with that. Each week, Pastor J.D. takes an in-depth look at what Scripture has to say about the end times and then pairs them with the current events of the week. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available for free to you through our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find them as well on our YouTube channel, and we update them each week to give you the latest information. These messages are useful to us to be able to keep Jesus' ultimate kingdom goal at the front of our minds. Jesus came to earth to offer love and forgiveness to each person. He completed his mission when he died on the cross for our sins and then defeated death by rising again. Jesus has charged each one of us who confess to follow him with a simple task. Go into the world and share the good news of his life. As the end draws even closer, we need to adopt a sense of urgency in getting the word out. We hope you will use these Mideast Bible prophecy updates to draw closer to Jesus, allowing Him to speak through you to the world around you. Once again, you'll find these prophecy updates by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking the link to our YouTube channel. Join us again for Truth from God's Word right here on In Spirit and Truth.